Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, links our ability to see God's plan for our lives to our willingness to be part of His plan. We cannot expect to see God moving if we are reluctant to be the channel through which He moves. Good morning. Good morning. We, we were going to sing other songs, and but I feel like we're ready for this word. Because right I think that this song has all to do with what we want to talk about this morning. Okay? So, I have a couple pictures that I want to kind of paint before we get into this word, okay? So, number one is, you get a text message to meet somebody at a certain time. And then you rush to get out of the house because you're late and you leave your phone. And then you miss the second text message saying that you need to be dressed a certain way to get into the party. Does it make sense? So what it means is don't leave your phone home. <laughs> don't stop following the instructions. Because that's, to me, is where a lot of times I think we, as part of Christianity, we are getting ready for this big event. Oh, you know, it's time, and nothing's happening, nothing's working. When is it going to happen? But we are missing the second text message that it is, you need to get ready. You need to get ready. It's like the parable of the, the ten virgins. You know, they were all ready for that big thing, but not really, right? Only five had the double portion, the extra portion of oil, the anointing. What I'm trying to say here is, it's not good enough to be in the right place. You have to be ready. What I'm talking about is, what is God's plan? Do you guys get the, the picture? God's plan is depending on you also getting ready. So the next picture that I was thinking about is when you, you have this awesome car, you know, computer, everything, and then you go just pull one little cable and it stops working. A lot of times we are expecting something huge to happen. But we are that little cable that needs to stay connected. That means you need to take your place. And we need to leave the world of condemnation that comes to cross us in what we are in God's destiny for us. I was thinking about how in our own minds, we think that we, sh we sh could help God working his plan, right? Because a lot of times, you know, God's plan don't make sense to us. 
You think about Jesus. I'm going to read this verse here. Look at this. Luke 2, verse 5. So they were going to Galilee because there was like a census and, you know, all the city was crowded and no place to stay. In order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. Now, when you're engaged, you should not be with child. Right? I mean, we, we read this now and we all, oh, that's so cool. You know, she got pregnant by the Holy Spirit. You know, we don't even question that or a lot of people question that, right? But what if your girlfriend comes to you, hey, I'm pregnant. Hey, what happened? I know it was not me. <laughs> right? That's right. So Joseph had to buy into her situation because she was saying, okay, God, be, your will be done in me. Be done according to thy will. I don't understand it. I don't know how that is possible. But then this guy had to come in with his fiance engaged. Okay, well, we're going to have to be strong because our family is not going to like this. What are the people going to say? So does it make sense how God's plan Hey, this guy is supposed to be the savior, the Messiah, saving the world. And it starts all wrong. <laughs> all wrong. He should be born in a palace to be the king of the Jews, right? In our minds, we would do this whole marketing before everything. Hey, everybody, the king of the Jews is going to be born. Let's pre build a palace for him. You know, this huge, beautiful place. No, all different than what we think. And that's how we also cross out the Christ being born in us. Because we go, no, if God really wanted to do something with me, it would have to happen this way. You know, I would have to be perfect. I would have to be born this way. I, might, I, I would have to have hair. <laughs> Does it make sense? I would have to be, be able to speak better and, you know, convey the message, you know, and people would accept me. Well, what did they do with Jesus? What happened? He came like that treasure hidden in the field. And a lot of people missed him. I bless this for us. Because we, we are part of God's plan. And God is building this huge machine that's going to change the world. But if you are that little cable, <laughs> that you're not accepting your place, the whole plan of God is not going to work. Okay. Let's go to Ephesians 4. 
So what is God's plan? Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. That's God's plan for you. And we are here like Moses. No, I, I can't. Send somebody else because I can't do this. You know, I can't. You know, you better come up with a plan B, God, because your plan A is not good. You cannot do this through me because I have this problem here and I have this other situation that I have to take care of here. And remember what I did yesterday? No, you better, better come up with a better plan, God. As a result, we are no longer to be children. Maybe that's it, huh? Maybe we are still children. And we are in the process of growing and becoming. Just like that little child was born, he was not born, just so you know, 33 years old. <laughs> he was not born ready. Somebody had to change his diapers. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to feed him. Somebody had to be a mother and a father. Somebody had to flee to Egypt to save his life because Herod was like, hey, I heard something about this baby being born, it's gonna be the king of the Jews, I'm gonna kill everybody. And he killed all baby boys under two. So somebody had to be there to protect that child. And somebody, We'll have to be there for you, and you're going to have to be there for somebody. Isn't that what Paul said? I'm labor again until Christ is born in you. Until the same thing, the same day star rises in your own heart. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. I was not even going to read that, but listen to this. Verse 23, And that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. That, this is a scriptural. That you are to be growing, becoming in the likeness of God. That's what I read here, and that's what I believe. How is that going to happen? I'm just like Mary. I don't know. Be done. But we cannot cross out God's plan because we don't like his plan. <laughs> Ephesians 2, 2.4. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, 
By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus in order that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. I think sometimes we wish we could be perfect, so it would be of ourselves. And God didn't, oh yeah, I'm going to just take the No, God he always is using somebody that's not qualified. Us. <laughs> you know, or he uses, you know, a human vessel. Uh, can you imagine 2,000 years ago, this guy, you know, hey, what is your, how, how do you explain that to me? That your mom got pregnant before, you know, your parents got married. Verse 9. Not as a result of works, that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There's a plan. God has a plan. And that plan has you in it. And that plan will not work in your life if you're not playing by his rules. Colossians 3.10 And have put on the new self. We're becoming something new who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. I bless this for us. We are in this process, and we are this housing, like we talked on Friday night, that we're going to be this nursery, bringing forth the Christ in one another, helping, protecting, teaching, disciplining. Jesus learned by the things that he suffered. We all know that. And I think that we, we just open up. I need to read this one. I, I think that a lot of people have a hard time with this. You know, and it's like, no, wait. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be a good Christian. Go to church once a week. You know, but somebody will do something and then we, we're going to ride along. Right, and we, you know, we talk about futility, and we talk about what's going on in the world, and all of that, right? But what is the answer to all of that? Romans eight nineteen. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but because of him who subjected in hope. Then you jump to verse uh, 29. 
For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I don't know, I hope this is clear. But I bless this for us because this is a box of tools and of the parts of the machine. And we cannot leave one part out, otherwise this is not gonna work. It's like that car without the spark plug cable. It's not gonna work. You can push it, you can put more gas, it can do everything. But without that, one little thing is not gonna work. And that little thing in your life is you. <laughs> it's you accepting your calling and your destiny. And you stop going like, oh, Father, if you really wanted me to be the Messiah, Emmanuel, you know, like we were singing, you should have done a better plan. You know, my parents should have been married for a couple of years. <laughs> you know, everybody was already kind of expecting that to happen. You know, and send like invitation beforehand to everybody, a baby shower and all of that, right? If you really wanted me to move in all of this, I should have been born without all of these problems. Right? You can, I mean, I'm not, we don't need to go there, but Romans 8 talks about everything works together for good for those who love him. Right? So if we trust that, we need to trust that even with our problems, even with what whatever people think about us, think about you, you are still the son of God. I'm gonna read a little bit of a, a word called God's plan. This is how this all started. This is from uh, this week from John Robert Stevens, our father in the spirit, okay? I'm going to give you a little story. Many centuries ago, Shepherds heard the angels singing. Christ was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes. He was wrapped, you know. Something like the wrappings of death. Sometime later, the wise men who had seen the star arrived. The gifts they brought were significant, especially the myrrh. And there they worshipped. They did not realize that angels would have to warn them, and Mary and Joseph also, and that Mary and Joseph would have to flee to Egypt because Herod was going to kill every baby under two years old. Matthew 2, 10 to 18. Again, the dragon was ready to snap up that which was being born. You can read that in Revelation 12, 1 to 4. And this same dragon is ready to kill the Christ being born in you. Mm -hmm. And that's why we need to abide by this. <laughs> Time passed, and how difficult it was for that first family with a little baby whose name was Emmanuel, God with us. 
reference to Isaiah 7, 14 and Matthew 1, 23. Time has passed, and it is a lot easier to accept that. It is easy for us to say, yes, the Lord Jesus Christ was Emmanuel. In fact, it is so easy to accept that, that they even call Mary the mother of God in some quarters. However, a, great, a greater miracle is coming now. The time has come for Christ to come forth in a many-membered body. And there are a thousand Herods ready to kill it, dragons ready to devour it. The travail is on us to see Christ come forth in a many-membered body. You have been hearing about Romans 8, about the sons coming forth. For several years, God has been telling you about this. The time of travail has come. Christ is coming to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all those that believe. 2 Thessalonians 1.10. I bless this for us. This is where we are right now. And it may be like a hidden work, just like Jesus being born. And nobody was seeing that. But I believe that Christ is being born again in millions of people. And this is part of his return, part of his kingdom. And it starts like nobody knows. If you would go ask in the temple there, hey, where is Jesus? Where is this Messiah? They say, no, he's not here yet. You know, someone's still waiting for him. And I bless us not to miss him today. Looking for your presence. And it is difficult for us to understand that it will be no less difficult to believe than it was at the beginning. The travail is, will still be the same. The intercession, the travail. The scripture says, as soon as I am travailed, do you understand how the accuser of the brethren comes against you? He accuses you of many things and makes you feel so unworthy. But a little girl, somewhere between 14 and 16 years old, had a visitation. God told her that he was going to overshadow her and that little virgin was going to bring forth the Son of God. She said, let it be according to thy will. And so it is with us. God has overshadowed us. He has brought forth a conception by a living word, the incorruptible seed of God that lives and abides forever. First Peter 1.23, the Son of God is coming to birth within us. And we have to say, let it be done unto me according to thy will, O God. You have gone through it. But bear witness that you are stronger spiritually today than you have ever been in your life. The word has continued to grow. It is coming to the fruitfulness that God wants. The word says that the Lord endured the cross 
and he despised the shame. For the joy that was set before him, there is going to be some joy, a crown of it, everlasting joy. That's the heritage of the kingdom. After the travail comes the crown of joy, and we forget the pain for the joy of what has been born. I have so many things to teach you people, but when I teach it to you, you will be it. When we get it, it's not going to be a teaching. It's going to be us. It's going to be us being the fulfillment of God's plan in Christ Jesus, which is to bring many sons to glory. And we can be here the next 2,000 years saying, okay, but we still lack this and we of course we lack a lot of things we're still like child being taught here and there like Ephesians talking about but the answer is we all know that Ephesians 4 is right here but speaking the truth in love we build up we raise the Christ forth in one another we travail to see the Christ coming forth in, in maturity, in glory. You will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Where? Where is he coming? If, if you say he's not coming new, that car has no cable. That car is not going to work. Because every piece of the puzzle is important. Yeah. Can I read another one? Yes. It's called Chosen. To wonder, what does God have for me? What is his will for me? Do I go to school? Do I quit school? Do I change jobs? If you think that, you're missing the idea. He will guide you, but that guidance is incidental to the main objective that God, that God has in mind, to bring you into complete conformity to his Son, whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. Chapter 8 of Romans tells about God's plan for us, those who are called according to his purpose, and how everything works together for good. You may say, I don't understand. If I'm called according to his purpose, why is this happening to me? Did you ever think that? If God really loved me, you know, my car would not break. Yeah, I would not be born in a manger and people would be making fun of me in school. Hey, I remember you, my dad told about you, man. You're born of fornication. Right? Yeah. Everything is working together for good. You were not given these trials to accept them, but to overcome them. Mm. You were not given that old nature to down you, but that by faith you would crucify it and believe God for a new creation to come forth according to God's purpose. 
Here I am, saddled with all these old problems of the flesh. I have to struggle, struggle, struggle. That is God's plan for you, to be conformed to the image of his son, to come up into that divine nature, into the full excellence of the glory of God. That's what he has provided. That's what he has given. That's what is yours. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. You were not given these problems to handicap you. You were given them so that you could throw them off. I bless this for us. Yes. We take communion. But I want to change something in my life today. I want to change the weakness of a limited faith and appropriation of the provision that God has already given to us. It is a perfect provision. It is perfect. You know, God didn't miss a to take care of a little problem in your life, and, you know, and then he's going to have to send his son again to die again to complete. No, it's done. He said it's done. But I think that it's like that thing, you know, we're running out of the house and we forgot our phone. And we forgot that there is still more that we need to appropriate. And without the full appropriation of everything that's there for us, we're going to get to the door. It's going to be too late. <laughs> because we're going to have to be ready. And we're going we're to have to be full-grown, mature sons and daughters. Because that's his purpose for you and for me. <laughs> He wants to sit at the table with his sons. And he wants to have this relationship. And that's why we were, you know, it is time. It is time to hunger after this relationship. Right. Your personal relationship with the father as a full, grown, mature son. Right. I, we, I bless this for us. Amen. 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 Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.